0: Welcome back to Let's Get Married, the wedding and event podcast from brides who've been through it all and the founder of Mary, a day of coordination company. Sam. Mia. How's it going?
1: It is going. How are you?
0: Hanging in there. How about you?
1: You know, going through the flows.
0: I know. I think that means like, I think I need a nap. Yeah. Just, like, from everything. Yeah,
1: I hear that. Right? I find my body to be tired, basically.
0: Yeah. Well, Mercury is currently, at the time of recording, we're still in retrograde.
1: Ah, that's it. Could, that's
0: that's it. it. Do you ever see those <laughs> memes that are like, oh, anything going bad? Oh, is Mercury in retrograde? <laughs> Mercury <just like> that. <laughs> there's a website. When, you, when Mercury is not in retrograde, if you Google that, there's this thing that pops up and says, nope, something else must be bothering you. I love it. <laughs> okay, well, speaking of, like, napping and like resting all that. Like obviously we love a good binge. Oh. Have you been binging anything worthy to tell, tell the people of let's get married?
1: So we've been watching a few things. Um, we definitely partake in squid games. Yep. That was going to be mine. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. We um, watched that. I think I crushed that. the, Day after, like, a long training session, I just, like, my body was done, and I just sat in bed and watched a majority of (laughs) it. We're also watching American Horror Stories. Okay. Which is not your jam. Nope. But totally mine. (laughs) And I'm watching The hundred. What is that? So it's kind of like Lost meets Hunger Games meets, I don't know, there's probably something else in there. Interesting. It's a lot. What's it on? It's on Netflix. There's seven series or seven uh seasons of it. Okay. Uh it's a lot. I don't necessarily love it, but I'm so committed at this point where I just need to finish it. I yeah. feel like every season is kind of the same thing, but in different scenarios. Mm. Um, but so here we are. What about you Interesting like Squid
0: Games? Besides Squid Games, which really was like not like something that I'd watch. I
1: feel like that's not on par like you usually yeah. don't go for that.
0: It wasn't scary as much as gory and I think it that's why like, it didn't bother me. Like it wasn't like jump scares. Like I don't I can't do things like that. Like American Horror Story, forget it.
1: Yeah, not your thing.
0: Could not handle it. Um, but aside from that, like the usual Bravo things, I'm a big Bravo okay. stan and there's a lot going on in that universe right now of like legal issues and stuff happening like every day but also like finally we're getting getting to see the footage from these crazy moments like there's a there's definitely been a transition of like years ago it was like silly gossip and like talking behind people's back and just like kind of like useless Mm -hmm. things that were still very entertaining but now like the drama is very serious like with the allegations of like all this stuff that people like might be going to jail for, like there's, just, there's this like new layer of the like craziness of this reality show now, yeah, and it's like across several different shows within the housewives oh, franchises, wow. and so yeah, I like, consume a lot connected. of
1: it. I'm not a bra like I not not a Bravo person. I just don't watch them religiously. Yeah, so
0: they actually have some new shows coming in where they are overlapping, um, and like All Star Housewives things where they're bringing in like a bunch of the ogs and stuff but like yeah as for like just like the bad stuff that's happening like other housewives are getting involved like across the country and you see it play out on social media in real time it's just like it's like this universe to be in it's it's a very interesting like fandom to be a part of
1: interesting
0: yeah before we get into the episode Sam what are we drinking?
1: So today we are drinking a cranberry maple bourbon smash it's kind of like a twist on like a old-fashioned I would think so it's one ounce maple cranberry simple syrup so again sugar water maple syrup cranberries boil it down until it's boiling um one and a half ounces of your favorite bourbon Um, one ounce of unsweetened cranberry juice. It's okay if it's sweeter, but I would say then you probably don't need one full ounce. You probably do a little bit less. Um, And then garnished with a rosemary sprig because you know I love my herbal garnishes.
0: I love that. That is so perfect for the colder months.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: It sounds really good. Well, episode four.
1: Four. So today we are talking about bad vendors and how to deal with bad vendors after the deposit. So this is going to be a helpful guide on when things go south and get complicated in your planning process. So this is not
0: to say that we want to call out other people in the industry or anything like that, but we have been on the bright side and, you know, this is like an industry that has like industries within industry kind of, right? And there are professional ways that people act. There are very unprofessional ways other people act. We've had amazing vendors. We've had more difficult situations. And I see people going through this a lot, feeling just so um, like, slighted and like, um, out of nowhere, being so surprised how people act within the wedding industry. Um, so, so yeah, we can dive in. It's something tough too, because I think they're so there's something so personal about who you hire and especially if you've already given the deposit we want to help you like m- get past that because chances sure. are like we don't want you to lose your deposit you're going to have to deal with these people um, so yeah let's dive in okay so unresponsive vendors one of the biggest problems plaguing yeah. this industry um, what would you say like what what helps you get a response from I guess any, any work situation
1: I think Giving them a little bit of time, right? So, like, I think right now, especially, these vendors have a lot going on. So I think giving yourself a grace period of, like, okay, I gave them a week, right? And then I would say it's time to, like, maybe call them or loop it if you have a coordinator. This is where I think it is really beneficial. I remember there was one time, even for me specifically, where I was – having a difficult time getting a hold of one of my vendors and I just looped you in and it felt like, okay, like now she means business or whatever the case is. Yeah. Or it's just another person. And, hey, I'm putting on my day of coordinator to like help coordinate the, the, you know, logistics of things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's true. I, I have this story. I don't know if I told this on season one, but truly this was one of my proudest moments. A hotel was totally ghosting my bride. And we weren't involved with the hotel. Like the venue was not there. They were getting ready there, but we weren't really connected with this hotel. And she said, Mia, I don't know what to do. I cannot get them to respond to me. She had questions about like something, how, what number of rooms are we up to? What time can we get into the to the bridal suite? Things like that. I called them and I got them to respond to her in three minutes flat. Amazing. And maybe I sounded more intimidating than I actually am. Or maybe I just happened to get the right person on the phone but you know looping someone in is something that's valuable and something that happened with us because we had um we had one person at within one section of our wedding weekend who was incredibly unresponsive and to the point where if we didn't love and want this aspect of the weekend we absolutely would have said this person is so horrible we're not going forth with this aspect really? it was so bad we could not get her to respond and then we said let's can we sit down with you and finally we we got to sit down and she was great and lovely in person and at the end of it tony said what's the best way to keep in contact with Amazing. you which i never would have thought of just right. asking that question because right. i'm like i email so you're gonna email you right. know she goes text and as a quarter, i hate doing text right. because i can't refer back to it i like to have my record and i can search sure. Gmail really well but, hey, if that's how we can get a response, that's how we're going to get a response. And did you get a
1: response afterwards? Oh, that? yeah.
0: Amazing. Yeah. And, like, I also put Tony in charge because, like, as the more sensitive person, I, like, was just getting so mad. Sure. And so I just, you know, if if there's one of you in your relationship, like, put that person on it.
1: That's such a good idea.
0: Right? It really, really helped.
1: Okay. So what do you do when the vendor isn't holding upholding part of their contract or giving you the service that you agree upon?
0: I think it's important to take a step back and think okay, is this a larger company? Can you get services from someone else within the company? Start there first in hopes that you're not going to lose your deposit or really need to get someone new. Um, I think referring someone back to a part of their contract can really help. You know, it's you signed a document for a reason, right. go back to it, ask a clarifying question, kind of play dumb if you want to. What is this bullet point? me you know or like we agreed upon this do you need to revisit the contract right do we need to change something did did was something not explained up front you know just throwing the ball back into their court right. and like asking clarifying questions I think can really help um yeah what do you think
1: I agree I think that that's a good way to be you know hey this is what we signed this is in your contract without getting heightened At that moment, Mm -hmm. right? Just reminding them that, hey, this is the services that we agreed upon. Or I like what you said, a a little bit of playing dumb in the sense of what does this bullet mean? Like, can we, you know, Mm -hmm. um, just bringing it to light? And if at that point, you know, things are still not being done, then you take alternative methods and, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: Yeah. And, And allowing yourself to figure out at what point do you move on? Right. At what point do you ask to speak to their director? Right. Or say, if there is no one else, then you do evaluate how much money did you have down? Is someone else available? Do you have time before your wedding? Right. Are and you going to The bond?
1: stress of working with that person worth the, you know, losing the deposit or, right. or like continuing to go on.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a really good point. Yeah. So if you're simply not getting along with the vendor, what would you say? How would you handle that?
1: I think maybe like requesting an in-person meeting similar Mm -hmm. to how you did um, with Tony. Yeah. And a lot of times I think we've, we've talked about this feelings are very heightened in terms of planning Mm -hmm. and communications through text, through email can be read differently based on the heightened situation, I think. Right. So having that face to face, I think is the first step to being able to, discover an alternative, but then there's a question of if you, you know, if this person is just so rude or, you know, not receptive to you or by, you know, if you guys just aren't vibing or whatever the case is, you have to determine, is this worth your sanity? Like, mm-hmm. is this worth you being stressed out the whole time and, and go from there?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think that's a really, really good point. I like that a lot.
1: Um. Okay. So what to do if someone, lie to you about
0: their talents that is a that is a tough one i would i think i would do similar is there anyone else we can work with at your company we're simply saying i'm not happy with this i am looking for xyz instead right um that's really tough i think it's important and we didn't do this also. Dan was recommended to us, but we have friends who just were watching videos of DJs and like actually seeing them perform and feel the crowd. It's probably easier with like a band. Um, but like, if it is a, if it is something where you can see like their tangible talent, floral arranging, playing an instrument for your cocktail hour, you know, vetting them enough and seeing what it really looks like.
1: I would say, yeah. I mean, the research part of this is going to be huge. Not to like say like, oh, if if they aren't what they said they were, then maybe you didn't do your, like not to say any of that. But I think that will help mitigate some of this and hopefully you won't run into this issue.
0: Right. Yeah. And yeah, it's true. I know we're talking post deposit, but it's, if anyone listening to this hasn't put deposits down yet yeah taking your time asking around we are always happy to help post on our insta story um, about a vendor you're looking for a location that you're in just advice hey mia have you worked have you guys worked with this person before something like that um i will say that if we are not following someone on instagram if you want to look at who we're following we either simply don't know who they are Mm -hmm. Well, we also could have had a bad experience okay. and behind closed doors, we are more than happy to say, do not hire X person because of how bad the experience was. Right. Like, I'm not going to blast that on Instagram, I'm not no. going, but I'm not going to follow them. Right. So it's not going to be a signal of like, Oh, Mary, maybe have follows. Like, I don't know if anyone is valuing us in that way, but like, you know, it's, we're not going to like throw our support behind someone who like made a bride's life hell. And we've right. had those experiences. Right. Okay, Sam.
1: I have been dying for this story.
0: Do we get into because you the have bad been story?
1: Mentioning, but then oh, I have to hold it for the podcast <laughs> since your wedding.
0: I also had to emotionally deal with this story before oh. I could share.
1: Okay, I'm it. invested.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I am going to try my hardest to explain a situation, a less than stellar situation that happened leading up to our wedding without full-on blasting these people. Um, And I think that everyone listening to this um, can come to the conclusion a little bit of what we'll be talking about based on who we do not tote out on our Instagram stories and in pictures of my wedding and things that we'll talk about on this podcast. You know how much we love DJ Dan. He was Sam CJ. Everyone knows how much we love Gia at Frame Your Love Photography amazing. There is clearly a vendor missing in who we talk about. And, you know, after this, if you want to message us to get the actual name, because I do, I'm going to flat out say I do not want you to hire them um, for a few reasons. uh, Feel free to message us. We'll tell you we don't care. We're just not going to put it out in the podcast. We don't want anyone coming after us. Right. So Okay. You
1: need to sit back. (laughs)
0: Grab grab your drink. So we hired these people in February 2020. COVID was like a distant, like little talking point on the news. Like it wasn't even, you know, my engagement party was still very much intact to happen that next month. I hired these people. Um, They were the only vendor that I did not have a personal recommendation from. Okay. Everyone else I had worked with on at, at a wedding, they had done their services at at a wedding that I was in charge of, or a friend's, or or something. This was going in blind,
1: okay.
0: and I had tr- I I was nervous about that because this is not a service that I like that I care about on like a day to day basis. I'm like not big into this thing, and so. I hired them, great, I was so happy. It was um, a company that had a bunch of people to do the services. So if we had to pivot, I had options, whatever. Mm-hmm. I chatted with like the um, the there's like the head of the company and then there's like the head of like administration for all of this. Mm-hmm. Different from everyone who goes and like actually does this service for you. So I chatted, oh my gosh, she made me feel like she totally understood when I made a joke of like, I'm a coordinator, like I've seen the good, bad and the ugly, like send me your best people. Like we just got along and everything was like fine. COVID happens. Um, We get to uh, probably January, February, 2021, actually maybe a little bit later. And we're realizing that, okay, the rules that our venues, especially the college are needing to abide by are vaccine cards or PCR tests.
1: Right.
0: And at that point, um, this, okay. So I guess it was a little bit more into the spring. Um, if you were going to get vaccinated, you like had your appointment or you had the first or second shot.
1: Right. Right. Or like you knew that you were trying to get an appointment at yes. the very least.
0: Yeah, exactly. And if you weren't going to get it by July, like you probably weren't going to have it at that point. And I mean, we all know people who are not vaccinated, but I can't say that any of these people that I know are against PCR testing.
1: Right. I think that's at this point, it's a valid request. Exactly.
0: And if you are going to be at my wedding, if you are going to be near my husband's grandparents, if you are going to be near my five year old niece, high risk people, people ineligible for the vaccine, stuff like that. Also, legally, the college required that you could not step foot on campus without one or the other.
1: Also, can I just say that as a vendor, that's not a crazy ass. Exactly. Okay. So go on.
0: Exactly. Sideline of this. We will do whatever you need and want us to do. If we're coordinating your wedding, you know, just I'll put that out there. <laughs> um, okay. So I reached out to all of my vendors and said, okay, uh, like, I don't, I don't need to know your, if you're vaccinated or not, but I'm going to need either your vaccine card or your PCR test. So in the end, I'll, I'll know, sure. but I need one or the other. Great. Everyone else. Great. Yep. Oh, I'm getting my second shot soon. Or yep. Yep. I'll, I'll communicate that with, with your, with the person that's doing your wedding. So I, I emailed this vendor and they were like, we don't believe in doing that. And I was like, Me "Either." I, I yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, we are not going to ask our our workers, our staff, if they're vaccinated, I'm like, okay, whatever. Like there's been a lot of debate about that. Like not my, not my job, but but we will not be asking them to do a test. (gasps) So you can't come onto campus. Right. You cannot do this service for my wedding. This was like the type of night where I'm like laying down in bed, sobbing, like face down going, we are within weeks. Everyone's absolutely going to be booked. Weddings are coming back in full force. I already was well underway with a process with them, Mm -hmm. trying to keep this vague. Um, And it was a very, very nasty conversation. I was, I've never been spoken to this way. And bringing up crazy conspiracy theories. Are
1: you kidding me?
0: And.
1: First of all, professionalism.
0: Exactly. 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 And I politely said, "We're a first responder family. If you want me to get into what my then fiance now husband has been doing for the past year and a half, I will." Right. This thing is real. Yeah, it was bad. So then I am having to speak with the head of compliance of Manhattanville College and trying to figure out how can we make this work, but also on principle. I don't want the school to go, no, no, it's fine. I want this company to go, we like, that's not right. Right. It's just not right. Like our values are clearly not aligned, but this is something I hired them in February, 2020. How the heck would I have known to ask? So if you're listening to this and you think maybe you're going to want someone to test or provide a vaccine card, tell them when you are vetting them, you know, if, yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. So it gets worse. So. We end up finding a compromise and God bless Sean Herman at Manhattanville. Um, she's just head of events and space. And she, she was like, call me whenever. Is She acted the way that I've acted for brides. And it was just like, what would I do without her saying, Mia, it's 11 o'clock at night right now. Like call me if you need anything, right. but I promise you, we will figure out a solution. And I'm like, the coordinator in me was going, but there, but like there isn't a solution. Right. I, is I'm unseptical. getting, exactly. And I'm just, getting so mad at that point of I am handing money over what what the heck is going to happen here how are we going to find a solution anyways we find a solution and they come they do their services I have to say I was very happy with the services mm-hmm. and but my issue were never my issue was never with the staff of these people it was the it's policies. it's it's the head of the company right. you know so then um there were there were some like little blips in in like like uh payment was not working so like the head of the company had I had to speak to her on the phone 15 minutes before my first look um and she's questioning um nice. she's she's questioning that um like services for uh my niece were incorrectly added in because you don't count a five-year-old at you only count adults with the services they were providing go back and look at my contract. And she was like, I'll have to refer back to your contract. Very pointed, very aggressive. And Um, like
1: literally right before your first love, this could not be waited the day after.
0: And their, their payment system was not working. So they had to manually take everyone's cards and call the head of the company who lives in a different time zone. It was, it was, it was, it was not great, but I, I, I do have to say that like, I was in such a good brain space that normally, Dealing with center. that, I would have yeah. been like, oh, I would have turned to my sister and be like, can you, do you know who I'm on the phone with right now? No one even knew what I was doing because I was just like, I am not giving this brain space. And it's fine. Okay. honestly, if this last part of the story that I'm about to say hadn't happened, I probably wouldn't even think of that. But now in retrospect, it paints this picture of these people. So anyways. Oh, no. Yeah. So anyways, um, for the record, I know how to handle a contract. And if Flower Girl is supposed to be counted or not, it was in the contract. I had emails about it. So that was a non-issue sure. anyways. So wedding happens. It all was fine and dandy. Um, weeks later, my mom looks at her credit card and goes, this price just isn't adding up for me. And so Tony and I are looking at it. Oh, we're no, trying to figure don't it out. Tell me. <laughs> so Tony and I are trying to figure it out and we, we can't. And I check with everyone else and everyone else is going, yep, uh, this is the correct price on my credit card. And so then I reach out and ask, can you just, can you like line item, like break this down for me? It takes them two and a half weeks to dig into my file and contact their like account person. Right. Okay. So then they reach back out and they go, actually, we undercharged you. You owe us hundreds more because we did this service on top of this
1: service. What?
0: and it was things that i in an email very clearly had well it's how do i how do i say this if you want a certain service you had to come in a Ready certain state got
1: it i know yeah they
0: told me to do that multiple times i had it in every email to bridesmaids if you want this you right. need to come this way right they told me that that was not true so they were doing two services
1: stop
0: it it doesn't no even place make for sense for them to
1: even per- do that service where you did that
0: Exactly. Exactly. So then I had to even get into screenshotting pictures of bridesmaids, sister, maid of honor, mom to say, you see, is this, is this, um, service B clearly this is service A. Are we looking at the same photo or not? You know? Um, so they, every single email they were coming up with more ways to try to charge are me. You they owed me money. They owed me money from my mom. Like they overcharge. So then they were like, well, there's this, well, there's that where, well, there's this. So then I start really getting upset and going, sure. what is, what is going to happen here? And Tony saying, put your foot down, tell them you are not paying a dime more. No. And I'm like, I can't do that. What if, what if like, I don't, he's like, Just say it. They don't. You did
1: your contract. You fulfilled your contract. Exactly.
0: So we wrote out this extremely detailed email. Mind you, this is after our wedding. This is like in August. This is like early September. And so um, I wrote out an email listing everything that I had had experienced. um, That phone call the morning of the wedding. How they tried to change their start time multiple, multiple times. And they, like within hours of the wedding. If I was not a coordinator, I do not know what I would have done. This really would have been like five times as hard. It it was hard. It sucks. People they like these people clearly have very 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 different values than than me and everyone I keep around myself. But it was so bad. So I sent that email. I signed out of my personal email. I was so scared to check my email for like a good forty eight hours, and I just was afraid of heck they were gonna say back to me. It just felt so personal still, and the wedding had already happened. So final email and the final email I will ever be communicating with these people, this woman. Um, so she, uh, her email starts with, I'm going to pray for you. Oh no. <laughs> My sister-in-law, when I told her this story, goes, don't, don't pray for, pray me. for
1: yourself.
0: please. <laughs> exactly. Look in the mirror. So that's how she started. And she said, she basically like, I wasn't going to pay her another dime. So that was a win. And that's really all that matters here. But she also, this is the icing on the cake. She said, you have already said enough nasty things about us in your review. Ma'am, is someone impersonating Mia Alicata? I wanted to write back and say,
1: what? Did you write a review? No,
0: I did not do anything. Oh my gosh. So then I start to dig in. So I start to dig in and I look on Google reviews. There is a story to the T of exactly what what happened. Even worse. They had, they had one person during their service, like after getting their services done, interrupt their first look because their credit card wasn't working. This was even worse. But the wedding was, the wedding was in Westchester and it was um, in May. She wrote the review in June. Her name is absolutely completely different from mine. And different from Tony's last name. That it was what it, I have so many things to say about this woman? But, and like in that Google review, the 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 bride says references her wedding in the past tense, and she posted this in June. Girl, my wedding was in July. Right. Like you yeah, clearly are not organized so awful and so then i dig in i find their i I find on their facebook they are posting their conspiracy theory opinions about covid on their business facebook you want to be you want to be wild and toxic on your
1: personal page go for it but do not let that interfere with your personal like with your business because there are many personalities that are going like oh no no no
0: so nasty so awful
1: i'm so glad you saved this story i'm so sorry it happened to you (laughs) I'm so glad that you saved this story for this podcast
0: and they used to be out of connecticut and they're not anymore and so it also was like i saw people had followed them so i was like oh my gosh it's connecticut like they have exactly what i want like this is going to be fine i hired i hired conspiracy theorists okay, after this you need
1: to tell me exactly i don't, I don't even i i oh, I, I, I i just
0: i i do not want like anyone to not have a job i don't want their company to be taken down I don't want people to hire these people because they are putting people at risk and not having good business practices and that's something silly my sister said after this of like sometimes there simply are companies where this is their model right. be fraudulent try to get people right. to pay more when it's not fair be confusing my mind is
1: blown it
0: but was like, horrible good
1: thing i mean like thank goodness that you had your experience as a coordinator because could you imagine like other people who didn't have your experience experiencing something like this mm-hmm. like that's unheard of. Exactly. I really could oh, I really could ruin a wedding.
0: Yeah, exactly. Really in the end the best thing was that I loved their services. And the people who did the services are not at fault here and I'm very lucky that I was so happy with the services they provided. Right. This just left such bad business and like lack of professionalism that I was just so disappointed. And I really, I ended my email with, I have never been treated this way as a bride nor a coordinator. I have dealt with some crazy situations. Chefs refusing to feed me, even though in my contract with the couple, I have to get a meal. Mm -hmm. Like people trying to get out of payment. I have dealt with it. Right. I have never been prayed for in a condescending manner. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that wild? But that really is to say, like, it's not going to make me feel better if someone's like, oh, they were awful because no, like I I had them and I wanted this service done. It could I have done without the head of the company for sure. But yeah, I, I just, I really, I don't want anyone to deal with this. I really, really do not. I would be so sad if, if someone if anyone, a stranger I'm coordinating for, a close friend, like you used this situation, so I'm so
1: sorry. That is <sighs> insane.
0: It it took took years off my life. I I am emotionally over it now, and that's why I can talk about it. But it was it was so it was so upsetting. Isn't that bad?
1: That's terrible.
0: Gosh. All right.
1: So what's going on with Mary?
0: Okay. So you know we'll pivot. We we this was a crazy episode. I feel like it's I'm a sweating. Of emotions. <laughs> Seriously. So let's go ahead and just like talk about gratitude for a second. So I recently wrapped up my thank you notes and I felt like I had some interesting takeaways and learnings from that process. And like I love thank you note writing. Alocados are big thank you note people and it's very important to us. Um but yeah, so um I wanted to give people some of my tips. I'm curious if you have any too. You were, you want, how fast did you do yours first off?
1: Um, when we waited, we asked our photographer for like, like he edited a few pictures, our photographer, like hour for
0: our. Pictures. You and yours and mine.
1: <laughs> um, um, so he sent us a few ones and we happened to really like the one that we, we bought from him. Oh. So I just went and ordered them off minted. Okay. And as soon as we bought them, I think we sent them out within like a month or so. Very impressive. Uh, we were pretty quick with it because I just, I want it to be like I hate when you get like a thank you note a year later. And, yeah, like, you know, it's still it's still a thought that counts, but we just wanted to right get them done.
0: With. Yeah, you know, it, it's true because I feel like I've given gifts before, and then it's like, wait, did they receive it? I know there's. Right. It, it felt so weird to get gifts and checks in the mail, and like obviously at the wedding, it's like different because you see the people, but to then not acknowledge it. Yeah felt weird. Yeah. And like, sometimes if I did say when I'd be like a real thank you know, it's coming. Thank you so much for being yeah. so gracious, you know? Um, but I do have to say, so we used Canva and that's what we used for all of our, uh, paper goods at our wedding and definitely affordable. Um, I swear a good pen was my tip. Okay. Fred? I used like these archival ink pens which we used um, to sign our frame at our wedding because it, it doesn't fade, but it's like a very smooth ink. Oh, so like nice. find a good pen. Okay. Especially if you were the one in the relationship deemed with the better handwriting and get stuck with writing. So Tony wrote
1: all Because <laughs> I know Joel wrote all of ours.
0: <laughs> so yeah, exactly. And so in that same vein, if you are that designated person find a task for your spouse to do as well. Like I, you know, I, Tony very slyly convinced me that I had the better handwriting and I was like, thank you for the compliment. Wait a minute.
1: Right. right. I get where this is going. So
0: he like went out to get the stamps and stamped everything and like did our return um, label stamp on the back of everything and, and just um, helped, uh, helped like in his way that he could. Yeah. So those were just my thoughts. um, And I, I think it's important to, Like not get overwhelmed with the process. Like take your time if you want to. Um, And yeah, no one is sitting there judging you. Like I know it feels like I haven't gotten them out. I haven't got them out. Like don't like, don't feel the guilt with it. Uh, It was like a really good exercise in gratitude to, to not just go through and thank people for the actual gift they gave, but to then kind of have this moment to go through and think of each of these individual people who we, there were some people who gave gifts who couldn't be there or weren't, weren't going to be there for whatever reason But it was really fun to go back and like think individually of like, you gave me such a generous gift tangibly, but you also gave me the gift of flower arranging with me and being my sounding board so many times before the wedding and like thinking of you guys in that way and thinking of other friends in that way was really, really nice to like kind of round out our wedding doing that.
1: Yeah. And what I would say too is just like another tip is like, don't overwhelm yourself by writing them all in one day like yeah you take a week take however long you need mm-hmm. um and I think it allows you to take that moment even longer right and start thinking about yourself and this couple or this person at your wedding or however it is mm-hmm.
0: and yeah yeah it's true we did them in batches we did like all the family Smart. all the friends family friends like other stuff like that and then I I would do batches of envelopes at the same time so then it was like okay at least I didn't write the thank you note and now I have to write the card and like right. I would dig up all the envelope addresses like do that like as a process and like it helped but um that reminds me the one little last thing is that when you're budgeting ahead of time we never budgeted stuff like that yeah. so like add that into your budget like a couple stamps. hundred bucks stamps yeah yep exactly so well that is our crazy episode we really hope that you don't have any Bad things happen, but we hope that you feel well armed if you do have to deal with something negative. But we are always here to help weigh in and help you pivot and and make some changes. So thank you so much for listening to us today.
1: Thanks for getting there with us. Have a good one. Bye.